Well, hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Before we get into today's podcast and what we will be talking about, don't forget to uh, like this uh, video if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, leave a review if you're uh, on one of these various podcast players. And also, as I said, we are available by podcast, so you can download us on your Amazon, your Spotify, your Apple, your Google Podcasts. Actually, I think we're on about 20 different players now at this stage. Could possibly be even more. But as I said, if you are uh, watching any of them, don't forget to like the like the show and uh, definitely uh, give us a share if you can. Now, what we're going to talk about today is all about uh, the tourism industry and uh, basically what has transpired over the last couple of weeks here in Thailand, because we have quite a we have three distinct um, kind of stories that merged in together, giving us, uh, you know, one big story last week. So as many people know, uh, China has reopened its doors to the rest of the world or had given a date at least of January 8th. And then after this, people were free to travel from China to various countries around the world. Of course, on the way back into China, they would be required to do a uh, PCR test 48 hours beforehand and of course be negative to be able to arrive in China without having to quarantine when they get there. So in response to this many 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 countries around the world decided that well we're going to put some limitations on Chinese at the moment because you know we're not really 100% sure about what has been going on in China in terms of COVID uh, because you know the Chinese government in all fairness, have not been very, I would say, truthful with the numbers over the last three years. So many countries put, you know, restrictions basically saying you need to be double vaxxed or you need to have a negative uh, PCR test to be able to come to our country. Now, it seems pretty fair enough considering that China has about seven variants at the moment floating around and two or three which are variants that are not known anywhere else in the world and the Chinese government basically has provided zero information to anybody about. And these particular variants seem to be the ones that were fueling and are fueling the rapid spread of COVID in China. So this is kind of the backdrop to what was going on. Now, nevertheless, as countries put on these rules... Thailand sat there and on the fence and kind of hemmed and hawed. The Minister of Public Health said at one point that we're not going to push uh, any restrictions on anyone coming to Thailand. That was pretty much the uh, the line out of the government until they had a kind of a governmental meeting and uh, kind of a few days before the January 8th, the uh, Thai government announced that they will not be discriminating against anybody and that everybody coming to Thailand now needed to have a certificate of COVID vaccination with a minimum of two shots. That's if you're 18 and above. If you couldn't, didn't have a shot, uh, your, your vaccination certificate, a letter from a doctor with your medical reason why, you haven't been vaccinated. So that in essence meant that unvaccinated people were not going to be permitted into the country. Now, just to remember, we've had open borders now since, you know, July last year and freely you can enter and come without ever showing anything so you know a lot of people were very confused by this whole situation as to why and when the government and particularly the minister of health said well we, we don't discriminate against anyone well I, I find that a bit rich coming from and this is the same man who described foreigners as dirty farang back in January 2020 here in Thailand and he's also the same gentleman who um, basically ensured that foreigners for the for the first six months here in Thailand when the vaccines were being rolled out were at the 
back of the queue and actually weren't even in any queues at some point and it was ties only and foreigners were not getting vaccinated only bowing to pressure from other governments and embassies here in the country that put severe pressure on them to do the right thing and include everybody now he's had quite a shade of past but this is the same guy who who said all this no discrimination what he means is we don't want to discriminate against the chinese we uh really don't mind defending everybody else but we have to make sure that our paymasters over in Beijing are taken care of and won't be offended so that's in essence what happened so of course the news was sent out to the airlines through the AOT which is airline or the airports of Thailand to and uh, uh, the agency that's uh, the name doesn't come to my mind at the moment that are meant to you know um, give this information to the airlines so a lot of mass confusion I, I saw Richard Barrow's page on Twitter was out of control with questions and sure enough January 8th turned along and people were being denied boarding you know, there were no vaccination certificates on them, weren't able to get their hands on them. They may have been vaccinated or whatever. And in essence, denied boarding by these airlines. On the same day, the government had another emergency meeting while this was happening and going around the world and then decided at a whim to cancel the whole thing after the tourism industries basically said, what the hell are you guys up to? We're just getting back on our feet and you bring this nonsense in for no reason other than not to offend the Chinese. And that's in essence what happened. So the government then rolled back and decided that nobody now needs to have any kind of vaccination certificates. And of course, the Minister of Public Health, who was responsible for this whole fiasco, is the one who basically then came out to say, well, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. Well, I would love if I ever had a chance to ask him, if it's not such a big deal, are you going to pay for all the people whose flights were cancelled, who couldn't get to go on their dream holiday after saving up you know, their hard-earned money and to be told at the airport that you can't go. And this is the kind of thing that, if you've lived in Thailand during the pandemic, is an, was the normal behaviour. But I really did think that this kind of nonsense had passed with them. But it was clearly not the case. It was clear that they still had, they had a little more left in the hat to pull out and surprise us with. I mean, people were shocked that they were even bringing in kind of rules like this. But, you know, that seems to be how they operate. But, of course, in many other countries, a minister who would have pulled this kind of stunt would have to resign or at least offer a public apology. But, of course, here, that is not the case. Here, the minister for public health did not resign and certainly offered no public apology in relation to this complete and utter fiasco and the financial loss that he put on to tourists in this country. And, nevertheless, that is exactly what went on. Now, during the week then, we also heard that the Thai government are bringing back in or will plan to start the tourist fee. They've talked about introducing this tourist fee for people entering the country and it would be 300 Thai baht. And this will be uh, starting, they said, July, I think it was. Uh, Now, they've been talking about this basically since I can remember January 2022, maybe, or even 2021. They've been talking about it so long that I've never, ever seen the like of it. If you want to introduce a tourist fee, just introduce it. You don't even have to talk about it because most people wouldn't ever even notice it on their airline bill, you know, on your price at the end. Because normally it's just bundled in and it just says taxes and you've paid it. That's basically it. But they've kept on talking about it date after date to bring it in. 
They say it's also for uh, will cover have some medical coverage for tourists who find themselves in trouble if they get in accidents here in the country. But very little details have been given about that. What hospitals would you be treated in? How much would it you know cover you in the case of an accident? And then also they said other money would be allocated towards building up and uh, taking care of tourist attractions. Now I wonder is this the same way that. You know, we have the dual pricing here in Thailand and where you can pay up to 10 times the price of a Thai national to go into a uh, national park here. And this money apparently is also there to, you know, take care of these parks and have better facilities. It recently came out that the head of the national parks was basically um, arrested and is under investigation for corruption and for basically ciphering off a lot of this money. So that's where the money goes. And that's where a lot of people think it probably will end up. It won't go to where it's meant to go. But yet again, very fuzzy thinking when it comes to the whole idea of a tourist fee. Look, many countries have them. We don't even know about them because they're just embedded in the price of your ticket. And to me, if you're going to introduce a tourist fee, it's 300 baht, it probably wouldn't make a huge difference to many people. Now, the only caveat for people who um, are foreigners who would get away with paying it, they say, are foreigners who have a work permit and work in Thailand. They would not have to pay this fee so there's one exclusion in that but they're basically saying if you're a, a long-term resident a retiree you're just a tourist to them you're not you're not a long-term resident as such so yeah it's a bit of a slap in the face to kind of long-term residents and people who live here who don't work but have their money here and and contribute to daily life here in thailand by buying you know um, apartments and by you know paying their bills and shopping and spending the money in the local economy and stuff like this and you know it's kind of a mental thing that they're just always considered basically you're a tourist you don't really live here as such and the third story in relation to tourism that came out this week was that the tourism authority of thailand are planning on doubling the 2019 uh, tourist numbers of 40 million to 80 79 million I think I read by 2027 so we're not going to have 40 million in the next you know four years we're going to have 79 million tourists coming to Thailand more than the population of Thailand itself visiting in that year I'm not going to be skeptical about this but you know I don't at the moment Phuket is struggling to uh deal with the numbers that it has and it's not even close to the pre-pandemic numbers that they used to have hotels are full and full for specific reasons not full because every room is full full because they don't have enough staff to service the hotel so they've had to reduce the occupancy in a hotel so for example a hotel maybe would have 100 rooms let's say an average hotel let's just say it's 100 rooms and uh they only have staff for 60 rooms. So the other 40 rooms are closed because they just don't have the occupancy. And it's been seen because you can see a lot of people who would normally come to Phuket now are heading to other places like Krabi and Kaolak where uh, there is some occupancy. But the reasons when you ask those people, oh, have you been here before? Is The main reason is no, but Phuket was full and we couldn't get in there over the Christmas holiday period. And, you know, it's not from a lack of hotels. Phuket has a lot of rooms there. It's the fact that not all the rooms are open because Phuket is suffering a huge shortage in hospitality staff. And look, we can talk about that in another day, exactly why that is and why our hotels not doing something about it by offering better pay, better working conditions, better, you know, um, paths to uh, betterment within a hotel and, you know, uh, an opportunity to climb the ladder and stuff like that. But that's a different day. That's uh, And we will talk about that and, and stuff that businesses in Thailand need to start to do. But in essence, the Tourism Authority of Thailand have now been, 
you know, touting that we're going for this big 79 million tourists. I mean, firstly, you don't even have the flight capacity at your airports. You'd have to build more airports. The road capacity. Um, how about safety on the roads? I mean, there's been more tourists killed on the roads in January this year than there has in the last couple of years. Thailand is still a very dangerous country in terms of road traffic deaths and people heading out on the road. And there's specific reasons for all of this. And we are going to do another show where we will talk about the reasons behind Thailand's uh, huge death toll on the roads. And the fact that it's one of the most, if not the most dangerous country in the world to drive in. And every day you step on to that road to go somewhere, you take your life in your hands. And you can be the most conscious driver, but it only takes one maniac on the road to ruin it all. And there are plenty of them out there, let me tell you. Driving each day here is an experience and a half. And uh, you need to mind your own business on the road. You need to protect yourself. And they're the main things. But that's getting off the point. Thailand is now certainly... You know, I see a huge amount of tourists now, which is great to see. It's fantastic to see local people making money again and trying to make up for, you know, two and a half, three years of just, you know, absolutely nothing. But if we do remember the government during the pandemic, we're talking about sustainable tourism, about quality tourists. Apparently, this is all being thrown out the window as soon as the money is in the air and, uh, you know, the, the Thai bat, the dollar signs are flashing in front of them. The sustainable tourism now is finished as such. But it'll be interesting to see where Thailand go. Now, a lot of all this talk about the 300 Thai bat tourism fee, about uh, this uh, figure of 79 million, etc. A lot of this may never even transpire. We have to remember that Thailand will be having a general election sometime in May this year. And we will have a new government. If we are looking at what's going on, general trends in the voting coming up and kind of, you know, surveys and and polls, etc. We're looking at a, a change in government and kind of going back maybe to the Putai government along with maybe a coalition partner. So these kind of things like tourism fees and everything may be botched, may be thrown out. There may be big changes. I, I can see if uh, Putai get in that the marijuana business will be gone within a month, you know, etc. So yes, there's going to be changes too. And they're all very, very, very dependent on what happens in the first six months politically in this country. So we will certainly keep our eye out. So today is just all about the tourism industry and what went on in the last week. I hope you've kind of got an insight into it. For people who are wondering still, to enter Thailand, you need nothing apart from uh, your ticket and your wallet. And, uh, you know, if you quit on you, you'll be all right. But you don't need anything else apart from that. There's no vaccination certificates needed. There's none of that kind of malarkey, that rubbish, okay? So you can freely still come to Thailand. Thailand is open. It's here to welcome you. And uh, yeah, they want your business. So if you're thinking of come to Thailand, please do. It is a wonderful country to visit. There's lots of great sites, great things to do. And I'm not an advertisement for the Tourism Authority of Thailand. I am an advertisement for Common Sense. And Thailand is a beautiful country to visit to spend time in and, you know, to enjoy. So that's it for today, guys. We'll be back again during the week with another show, maybe a little bit more news. But this is just, as I said, what went on in the last week or so. Hope you liked it. Hope you got an insight. If you have any comments, don't forget to leave them down in the comments section. And again, don't forget to like this video, no matter what player you're watching it on. Have a good evening, a good morning, a good afternoon, wherever you may be. Take care and thanks for tuning in.